Parental discretion is advised. What's up, guys? This week on the Wrestling Mayhem Show, we talk Survivor Series. We talk Jerry Curl Juice, and that giant egg finally hatches. Stick around. Want to have your business or podcast featured on the show? Contact us at info at sorgatronmedia.com. Subject line, advertising. Just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait. Wait for the perfect time to attack. Don't give up what you want, take it back. Wait for the perfect time. Learn in college. And the things you learn on the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Hi, I'm Sogatron here from the Mayhem Studios in Pittsburgh, PA. We're ready to talk about professional wrestling, men in tights, tight tights. Uh, with me to talk about tight tights is Papa Lunchbox at DJ Lunchbox, also hailing from the Pittsburgh, PA region as well. How are you doing, sir? Everything sort just said is true. We are here to talk about professional wrestling as if there is any other kind. Mm-hmm. That's the non-professional wrestling, I guess. Non-professional that's wrestling. That's just that's just football. And if you like football, go fuck yourself. Oh, Nobody likes football hey, except wow. for communists. Wow. Also with us. Let from- me tell you. All right, oh, we're oh, gonna wait, drop wait, wait. a bombshell. We'll start off. We'll start off this show properly. All right. Football is destroying America. That's right. I'm not afraid to say it because you know only a handful of people watch the show and they already know me. Soccer. Wow, you're really like talk about fucking soccer, Bobby. Wow, wow. Also joining us from San Antonio, Texas, is the Wrestle fan himself, Aiming at Aiming Two, please on the Twitters. How you doing, Uh, sir? I gotta say, pull on the LB train. I agree. Fuck football. I don't give a fuck about football. I'm sick of trying to talk with people about football. I don't give a shit about football. I only care about pro wrestling, and that's why I'm talking every Tuesday night. So let's do this. Bobby F. J. Town. What's wrong with America? Bobby F. J. Town, who probably also has an opinion about football from Johnstown, PA. How you doing? I like football. You like football? (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm good. I'm good. And I promise you, I promise everyone out there, I will not fall asleep during the Wrestling Mayhem show like I did last night in the Hangout post post Raw show. <laughs> I think during the Raw show. I haven't looked back during to the see Raw it. show. I I'm fell pretty asleep. sure you fell asleep. You go back to the Raw recap over on our YouTube page at youtubecom slash show, uh, the Raw wrap up from last night, and just look at the square with Bobby in the corner and watch him doze off. We had to yell at him afterwards to wake him up. So go to bed, Bobby. It's um, been a stressful life. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're here. To ease your woes of your stressful life, because we get to let loose and have let some mayhem happen here every Tuesday night. Live.sorgatronmedia.com or uh, follow the linky lake over at wrestlingmayhemshow.com. You can join us in the chat room and communicate us. Be part of the show, guys. Uh, and also uh, drop us a line. Or, I'm sorry, you can follow the show if you can't join us live on iTunes for the audio and video versions, Stitcher, YouTube as well. Uh, just anywhere you look up Wrestling Mayhem Show and whatever is convenient for you if there's a way that you want to get the show minus carrier pigeon and snail mail um actually maybe snail mail we could do a little bit too in special Fine. cases let us know let us know where, what are we missing out you think there's an audience out there we're missing out on where should we put this show uh you can let us know that amongst other things like your wrestling opinions and how much you hate football too at good times good times that's right good times at wrestling mayhem show.com Huh. Uh, or you can drop us a line and tell us with your voice box at 412 3 I'm sorry, 
412-206-WMS0. That's a different number. That's my wife's number. I, was about to... I almost gave everybody my wife's number. 1-2-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-
Can I use Tide's rattlesnake blood pen? Bobby, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you promote a competitor's product on our fucking show? God damn it, Bobby. Are we competing with Tide? You well, know, of course we're, we're competing with Tide. Who else are we competing with if not Tide in their rattlesnake stick? What about Clorox? It doesn't even have real rattlesnake in it. Rattlesnake sticks. Genuine. I'm glad we're talking about wrestling. Aren't now. you glad you joined us for this wrestling discussion tonight? Because I'm learning so much. Um, but hey, next hey, question. I know one more. Question it two. It might not be about wrestling, but they're not bored. <laughs> That's right. Question it's two. Like I, when I had to pitch oh, my Twitter yep. account to Gary Vaynerchuk, I said, you might not know what's going on, but you will not be bored. <laughs> Oh, you gotta tell me about that later, uh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Heyman. Another, another question, please. Number, number two, number two. The dirt cheap forums are calling their shot with Cena unifying the titles. What are the pros and cons to having the titles unified? And do you think that this is a final conclusion at TLC? Uh, since I'm sort of more for the unification of it, pro is that it makes things a whole lot less confusing. Um, it makes a definitive champion because the world's heavyweight championship is like. It's, I mean, the title is the World Heavyweight Championship, and it clearly is not the superior to the WWE Championship by any means. The WWE uh, is bigger than the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't you know that? Okay. Yeah. But yeah, um, also, uh, what was I going to Oh, uh, we talked about this last night. It sort of helps, like, a lot of times with the world heavyweight title, they just sort of try to find, they try to figure out ways to make world title matches. They don't, a lot of times it doesn't have a lot of story behind it. Mm-hmm. And it's just sort of like, we need to get a world title match for the upcoming pay-per-view. Let's figure out something. And it just doesn't, it doesn't aid to the programming. So that's my pros. Cons? Oh, you're asking. They, he said, well, he said oh, pros oh. and cons. Oh, and I was sort of, I'm sort of the more pro for this. So. Wait, I, I've I've lost track. Are we? It's the pros and cons of unifying the titles. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, uh, go ahead, Bobby. Con, cons. It takes away a title for somebody that needs a title. You know, yeah. like those guys that are on the the. And I know, and I there's the intercontinental title and, and the the U.S. title. But it's another world championship, and they're taking that away from somebody. Yeah. It, somebody's going to get pushed down the card is basically what I'm saying. It, well, the, the problem is is you always have somebody on top now because of the way the brand split has fallen apart. So mm-hmm. like before, it was like, well, they're not on top because you know every three months because we did mm-hmm. a joint thing. Um, and then there was like the pay-per-view kind of miss you know, heaviness on, on deepness of roster. Uh, but I, I finished, I watched the, uh, the history of 50 years of WWE, uh, DVD over the weekend. And, and they, they made a good point about the brand extension was the reason you had guys like Batista and John Cena coming up guys like Eddie Guerrero and, and Benoit, um, because they had this, well, you know, at the time, of course they had this influx of guys, uh, from WCW. And, but in other guys coming up, and they had enough to support that. You know, whether you right. you you say, "Oh, Raw was kind of eh," or SmackDown was kind of eh at one time or another, there was a lot of chance for different things to happen, and we saw a lot of really cool stuff. I think out of that, I think the brand expansion the the brand expansion was more pro than con overall in the long run. Uh, yeah. and I, but and I now, see what, I, the, I, I I see what Bobby's saying. 
I, I think personally, though, that we live in an era where the championships don't necessarily mean as much. So you don't necessarily have to be a champion to be successful. Yeah, in yeah. In my that's opinion. True. But I mean, like, you don't live and die based off a championship. But I, I like the idea that we would talk about this too. Like now, maybe they can be more inventive about bringing people up. Now, now, I mean, granted, we've had two titles. And how many times do you see a lot of those guys, those title run level guys, your Sheamus's, your Randy Orton's, your big shows, just hovering around? There wasn't even enough to do with them. And there's two top tier titles. Yeah. I mean, I think something's happening. Well, I think I think one problem you have is you have too many people that stick around too long. This is like this is like the social security problem in professional wrestling. Um, this this is too many people stick around, so you can't figure out you don't know what to do with somebody after five years because nobody stuck around that long. Hogan mm-hmm. didn't. Bret Hart right. didn't. Shawn Michaels didn't. Now you have the Big Show, who's been around for fifteen years. You're running out of stuff to do with him. He's always kind of around. Mm-hmm. How do you keep him fresh? This is a new challenge for the professional wrestling industry at, as a whole. You see the Make same thing. Cry. We talk about TNA. It's got the basically the same 75% of the roster it did 10 years ago. That's no. why everything feels stale. That's There's people coming up, but there was more chances of that happening when there were two belts. And again, great point by Matt Carlin's in the chat room. If you need a belt, are you really that good as a wrestler? Um, I want to see what they do. Do we see an elevation of those those two second-tier titles? Do those get combined? We got rid of a women's belt so long ago. What has that yeah. really done for that division? Um, same with well, the tag I wouldn't, belts. Blame, I wouldn't blame that on the belt. I'd blame that on exactly, WWE exactly. About the women, it's people being lazy, you know. It, it, it's, but I, and I and you mentioned like the whole brand extension aided because of the acquisition of WCW and ECW, and because they had a giant roster at that point. They're including now a lot of people from NXT and from the developmental stuff, and a lot of them are getting over, and a lot of them are being successful even without championships. I mean, some of them have championships, but their success wasn't due to those championships. Like the the rise of a of uh, the Shield and of you know Biggie Langston and even Daniel Bryan like Daniel Bryan yeah was WWE champion but like he was he is set pretty much yeah plus at, and, plus at one and never because of a championship yeah what's up Bye. plus at one time there were three World Heavyweight Championships in the WWE that's true there was the World Championship the WWE Championship and the ECW Championship yep. even though the ECW Championship wasn't as lucrative as it, it used to be yeah or if it ever was you know but yeah. you know it was, it was still a world title yeah exactly so. exactly but chavo guerrero held that championship <laughs> perspective what else we got here anybody else got any comment on that before we move on i, uh, I think uh, a lot of what everybody said was true the um this is the final nail in the coffin of the brand split Mm-hmm. which I'm going to call a con because there was nothing, almost nothing that I liked more than a good old fashioned raw draft. Mm-hmm. Fucking loved the draft episodes and they are no more than that makes me sad. But uh, also it's whenever they unify these titles, I mean, they just, they just redesigned the WWE title. That's got to be a little telling, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some so, preparation. So, Excellent. Yeah. Last that's question. All. That's all I got. Last question, sir. Last question. 
The American Pit Wolves recently received their new names for WWE. Why are they com- while they are completely ridiculous, I was wondering if you guys had your own ring names for when you were young fans aspiring to be in the wrestling business. Oh man. Oh, <laughs> See, I, I, I saw this question and I and obviously like when you're younger you like have dreams of like I'm gonna be a wrestler. because uh, that's why anyone likes wrestling. Um I I did I I was that way, but I never had like a name for myself. Nah, I, I don't never think did I either. did because any any names I came up when we did do backyard wrestling were lame. I realize that now. Um, never had you a good one. You just called yourself Sorg most of the time or Sorgatron. Uh, like yeah, what well, what was the one elder? Why what was I called the elder statesman? Oh, because With that the elder news- statesman because that, that was your nickname on the show for no, a while. No, well, no, the newspaper called me that. That Juggalo article called me the elder oh, statesman, yeah, statesman yeah. of Juggalos. So we just decided to call brilliant. me that when I hit people. Um, and I there think was a, a Juggalo newspaper. No, no, there was there was an article. Oh. No, 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 no. Well, there's, that would be well, there is probably. Um, no, there was an article in the local city paper about Juggalos because ICP was you know doing a show and they did a cover page about Juggalos and I was the one they talk, one of the people they talked to because uh, I ran at the time WesternPAJuggalos.com, which if you knew your mayhem history, Bobby, is where this show came from. Well, yay, piece of shit. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> We should do oh, yeah, trivia. We should do trivia. Um, um, but uh, but yeah, and, and and that's what that came from. Before that, I think I used my old AOL screen name of Sir Psycho Sexy uh, or something like that. <laughs> I was a Red Hot Chili Peppers fan. I had nothing. You had more inventive stuff there, LB. I I was. Um, I had a backstory. I had all this crazy shit. I was the last scion of hardcore, or just the scion. I had uh, a couple of good promos and some iffy matches and as i always say whenever i talk about my wrestling days uh i miss it to this very day not too late to go train um i'm 30 i'm 30 (laughs) and i'm already half dead and wounded go fuck yourself I'd have better I'd have better look tr- luck trying to work as a line cook in a busy restaurant kitchen than training for wrestling at thirty. Well, how does that even uh, whatever? Um, the rest of the email, sir. Rest of the email. Mine was lone the lone wolf. I even had a finisher maneuver called the pack attack and lived out this youthful fantasy with many hours of gameplay from the creator wrestler feature in my wrestling video games. A fond memory to look back upon from my youth. Regards, Dustin. Awesome. All right. Um, <laughs> we have a voicemail, of course, from our friend in the mainstream media. So let's go see what he had to say. Hey, Sorg. Hey. Matt Carlin's here. What's up? Your mainstream media huckleberry. What? Uh, it's 830 <laughs> at night. Will this voicemail actually get on the Mayhem Show tonight? I do not yes. know. Well, I it did. I have to try. Yes. Sorg, sure did. I had to talk to you about something. Is this a private voice? This man? between you and me. You good. know, on the Facebook page, yeah, that the whole thing, the Orton Cena, two belts ladder match at TLC. You know, you know, I called it. That's right, I called it on like Monday morning. I said it before anybody else. I even came up with a shitty idea of. He's got pulled down one belt at the end of the match. My idea. So, Sword, I need you to do something for me because there's one thing I love more than anything else in this world. Amen. And that's attention. <laughs> oh. Um, and sometimes even validation. 
So I need you, you to do child? something for me. I need you to raise my hand. I need you to raise my hand, tell everybody else that your pal in the mainstream media called it. I called it. <clears throat> and that'd be awesome. If you would just, just tell everybody right now, just say, my parlance called it. I called it. Okay, off. Um, Re- questions. I want to get to the question. Um, what the fuck is going on right now in WWE? Tell <laughs> me right now. And I'm trying to find like an alternative right now. Everything else sucks too. TNA sucks. Ring of Honor, I, I can't do it. What am I supposed to be watching right now? WWE, not doing it for me right now. It's killing me. I'm taking up too much time. Have a great show. Talk to you later. I think, my hand. Oh, I, I think what you need to do is drive to Detroit and go check out some Squared Circle Review. Mm. Uh, my hair. What's going on here? I have I have headphone I hair. Apparently, sorry about that. Um, so straight hours of podcast. I will point out. We talked about this before the show. Uh, I know, uh, Eamon, You said he's not the first that you saw or anything. I, I, he, he, I'll give back. He's probably and I didn't pay attention. He probably is the first <laughs> in like our select group of people, like yes. maybe of like twenty people, yes. like probably. Um, no, you weren't the first one to call well, it because the entire internet called it. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty obvious. So, Wait, why is Gold Dust have a missing arm? Oh, that's not on the because shot yet, Bobby. Broke my podcast. Broke my Gold Dust. <laughs> <I'm> so sorry. <laughs> we were trying his punching action or something, and it didn't work. So that was a gift no, 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 no. from the members of the G Spot. Think we were drunk when that happened? We were probably drunk, but we called the hotline on the back of the card too because this is from like 97 um oh, so uh matt i uh, uh since you're not here amongst us here uh you are in the chat room uh this gold dust one arm gold dust vi- uh figure which is going to be appropriate here in a second is going to represent you as the person that called it let me don't i don't want to forget your wig there you go there you go <laughs> and this is me raising your arm it's pushing your wig You're raising your arm in victory. This is a hair-raising experience. And I called it. And I called it. Uh, oh, uh, God damn it. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it. Bobby. I forgot LB hates punk. I broke lunchbox. <laughs> oh, my God. I told I, I the whole time before the show I was like I'm not gonna drink I'm not gonna drink I'm gonna do the show sober tonight I've got two two bottles of wine in front of me and I was like I'm not look at this I uh, this is I'm not a lie I've got two motherfucking <laughs> bottles of wine in front of me and I was like I'm not gonna drink Bobby you are gonna drive me to goddamn drink not gonna get liquored up tonight <laughs> in all fairness that was a really good pun. <laughs> That's an oxymoron. There is no good in pun. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. I love all of this. This thing, this whole thing. Hey, guys, uh, that's our fan mails and everything for the week, I believe. Um, But I did want to mention, we got something pretty big coming up. I want to start talking. Let's put it right up front, guys. I want you to join us. If you're in Pittsburgh, if you can get to Pittsburgh on December 17th, mark your calendar, put in your Google calendar, put it in your laughing a far side calendar on your work desk, Bobby. Uh, put it, put it in your iCal. Tell Siri, tell your Google now. What? I don't have a far side calendar. I should, have a Bobby. You piece calendar. of shit. I should fucking get a far side calendar and put it on there. <laughs> and 
put it on the 17th. I know you only got a month left, but it'll be worth it to get your far side one page calendar. 75% off. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, but join us. We got a big event going on. If you're over, uh, go to our Facebook page for Wrestling Mayhem Show, which I think is just uh, facebook.com slash Wrestling Mayhem Show. We have links all up there at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. We'll put, be putting some more uh, literature about this uh, out soon. But we're doing a big event. Um, we are doing a fan appreciation night. We have rented a theater, guys. We rented we have, a theater. We rented. We bought a zoo. What? We bought a zoo. It's probably gonna be the we same. Bought a zoo. I'm gonna ride it on an elephant. What? <laughs> what? Wow, you're coming to Pittsburgh on an elephant? You don't know. Wow. You don't know. You don't know. <laughs> wow. But uh, December 17th, get down here to Pittsburgh. Uh, more properly, Dormont, PA. If you're in Pittsburgh, it's right off of the train line, off of the T line, off the subway line, uh, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but we were going to be down at the Hollywood Theater right down the square in the middle of Dormont uh, over on Potomac Avenue. Uh, not far from here, actually. Yeah. In my backyard, actually, in kind of in the backyard of where we originated this show, um, but we have a, a we're gonna have some fun. We're gonna show no holds barred the literary classic um, on the big screen. We got it on DVD for you. Okay, so so did you just refer to it as a literary classic? Yes, I did. Yeah. You should know that you go to college. I didn't know it was a book. I believe, I believe Charles Dickens wrote <laughs> it. Somebody wrote it, Charles and Dickens. that was. Vincent Kennedy McMahon and Terry, whatever his middle name, Balea. And it's a classic. Shut your mouth. Uh, but we're going to be showing... find out. No, who wrote No Holds Barred? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was, it, it was Hulk and Vince. Um, double check that for me. But this will also be, first of all, our good friends, both represented here, Papa Lunchbox and Bobby F. Whoop, that's not Bobby F. J. Town <laughs> will be representing the Mayhem Show and doing a little bit of riff tracksy kind of thing and, and uh, talking live over it. And uh, you, you guys can laugh, you can yell at them, uh, have some fun with us watching. No, 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 no. They can't yell at us. They can't yell at you. No, that's no. not allowed. No, no. okay. I don't know when we, we, had, we didn't discuss it's, the rules. It's performance. Me and Bobby are going to go do a thing and and don't fucking yell. Yeah. <laughs> don't heckle us. Um, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, so <laughs> Noah's bar will be playing that, and then afterwards, uh, we will be uh, filming for our four hundredth episode of the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Four hundred Tuesdays. So, what do you think this is? No holds barred. What? What do you think this is? No holds barred. It might be. I mean, people might get the idea, you know. Um, so, so join us. Go. Uh, so we have an idea how many people are going. Please drop down to the Facebook page. It's going to be free of charge, um, of course, because like I said it's a fan appreciation night. We want you guys to come out, have fun with us, have a good time, be part of the show. Um, especially when we do the 400, we're inviting everybody out, including you know uh, friends of the show, um, you know everybody around, friends in general, fans. If I've never met you in person. You should come down. Uh, mm -hmm. If you're in the, especially if you're in the Pittsburgh area, if you know us from the IWC shows and our RWA shows or something like that, drop drop down, check it out. Um, Apparently, Amon's going to come in and buy elephant. Yeah, exactly. See hey, Amon, don't forget to pack your trunk. But we do want you. If you drop by, please. Fuck start. you, Bobby. Fuck you. <laughs> God damn it! I am going to fucking cut a hole in you and put my penis in it. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Things I hope don't happen at the Dormont. Yeah, That's no. what's going to happen. Uh, We're going to get halfway through the movie, and I'm going to choke Bobby to death with my dick. <laughs> it's going to be all puns. My side's just going to be all puns. 
Someone's gonna die in that theater. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the, but, great, fire in a but, but this place is a great old theater. It's got a balcony. <laughs> oh, great! For a balcony for lunchbox to throw Bobby. Out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's no holds barred. But no, I'm, I'm double check. But I think it is BIOB now and all that kind of stuff. But I do want to. These guys are a nonprofit organization. Uh, we've done some work with with them here uh, recently. That's right. Bobby and I are not for profit. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, we do. We want you to come down, uh, make a donation to them to help them out because they got a big project uh, uh, to try to get a digital projector so they can keep uh, going in business and and partake and get your concessions, get your co- get your your popcorn, get your 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 soda and everything from them and help them out. Um, so we want to support them and we want to thank you guys for supporting us. Uh, so please come on down again. That's WMS Appreciation Night, December seventeenth, Bobby. Yeah. Uh, so that's less than right a month now. away. Go again. That's uh, that's uh, uh, the facebook.com slash wrestling mayhem show and go check us out under the events uh, as well. So uh, please join us. We want to see you. And, and uh, if you can't make it out, of course, we're recording everything. Uh, so we're going to be releasing that. So, you know, show will be a little later as I have to process the damn thing. Uh, but we'll shoot and everything for that as well. So, uh, uh, come join us. So with that, let's go to the Indie Minute. Indie Minute for this week. Uh, back in again here with WrestleFan. Or, amen. Or, I don't even know what my name is anymore. Who are you? I don't know. Who are I do you? know. I Jonathan do know someone's Buttmilk name. here with Jonathan Buttmilk's Indie Minutes. Who is that? That's my secret name, Lunchbox. Um, <laughs> That's his wrestling name when he was a kid. A name makes, that I do know. We call him that when we're making love. A name that I do know, who is a good friend of the show, is in the Indie Minutes. What? For a very special reason. What? And, what? Uh, that is what? the news... We have indie wrestling news that isn't just like an indie wrestling show that I'm talking about. Uh, friend of the show, Logan Chulo, who uh, a lot of you can see in the Pittsburgh area uh, for companies such as IWC and various others. Uh, yeah, got signed with WWE. Yeah. He's going to the uh, WWE Performance Center. Woo! Congratulations. Congratulations. That's a well big done. mayhem bump right there. Absolutely. <laughs> Good. Glad you didn't go to the. Uh, the other performance center for that other company, which is probably just like like a couple mats, like thrown out on a on the. They're not note. Voldemort. The, the, other perform- <laughs> the other performance. I'm talking about center. TNA, um, it, but no. The other performance center is a uh, home improvement performance center. At, I, uh, yes, I do also understand that other friend of the show, uh, uh, other other friend of the show, uh, Mister uh, 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 Zimayon, is supposed to be showing up in I, on TNA again. Is that right? Yeah, I heard apparently. So, so that'll be cool. So, so yeah, a lot of uh, local talents in the Pittsburgh area showing up on on uh, the television. So. Yeah, well, I mean, he's not on the television yet, television. or Andy. He's just starting off. So showing well, up on Hulu Plus, hopefully. <laughs> showing up on Hulu Plus, or at <laughs> least, or at least somebody's daily motion of the leaked uh, performance uh, 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 performance skills, skills promo classes. I wonder if he'll yeah. still try to do heavy metal Jesus. I doubt it. <laughs> Heavy metal, un- <laughs> heavy metal, heavy metal, unprepared God. Well, um, let's play real quick, real quick. Spitballing. What do you think Logan Shulo's uh, gimmick and maybe name will be when he goes to NXT? LB. That's a good question. 
Uh, Logan Shulo's new name is going to be Devin Hackensack. <laughs> um, <laughs> Devin Hackensack. I can and, see. De- uh, I, I, in full honesty, I can see Devin. He looks like a Devin. Devin, yeah. <laughs> um, and his gimmick is going to be. Uh, he's going to come up as somebody's bodyguard. Okay. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I think I think he's going to come up as somebody's bodyguard, um, and that person will not be popular. They will fail within a year. He'll go back down to NXT and uh, come back under a mask. <laughs> okay. Okay. What, wow. about, what about you, Eamon? Bold predictions. Oh God, I'm never good with names. Uh, shit. First thing they come when you look at that face and you say, "I need to make a name for this guy." What are you going to do? Devin. Devin. <laughs> Devin Christensen. <laughs> what is the son? Christensen. I'm going to name him oh, Devin Devinson. Really good. You're totally. That's that's awesome. Sorry, you took mine. See, if you have a Christ in it, kind of like Christ, so it's sort of a play. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's what I think. And uh, what it'll do, we'll probably. Oh, that's a good question. You know what I would hope? I would hope uh, he would – I think he could possibly be like part of Enzo Amore's posse, like a shorter Colin okay. Cassidy. Okay. All right. All right. I would enjoy that greatly. I'm just getting introduced to them on NXT, so I, I finally you started caution up again. <laughs> yeah, because that's, that's been a I could, while. That's been a while ago, so you got to yeah, get caught yeah, yeah. up. That's August. If they're, if they're still around, I could also see him uh, coming up as, a, as like a roadie. Of the three-man band. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's a guaranteed good. That's not that's yeah. not a commentary on his abilities. I just think he would play oh, the yeah, role. Yeah, I mean, really this well. is let's no. be clear. None yeah, of this is we, a commentary on his abilities. This is a commentary of how NXT appears to work from the outside. Absolutely not. Three MB is very good at their job. Yes. So yeah. Uh, speaking. <laughs> wait, 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 we're not done. We're not done. We're not done. We didn't. Bobby, you had something, right? Bobby. Devin Devin's Meyer. And his gimmick? And his gimmick is to be Devin Devin's Meyer. I, I really feel he's going to just become part of the Ascension. That, yeah, like I, I, that. I, I, uh, hmm. I haven't really watched I NXT, so. Yeah. I don't. Or he's the man. Or he's the male version of Emma. I'm no. totally cool with that. All right, all right, all right. What's going else? What's going on elsewhere? Elsewhere, and also speaking of Logan Chulo, and also speaking of the the Pennsylvania area, uh, Vicious Outcast Wrestling has a show uh, coming up this weekend, Saturday, November thirtieth, at the Ice Mine in Collinsville, Pennsylvania. Uh, Looks like a very interesting show. On some of the card, Jimmy Nuts uh, will be taking on Chance Profits Facade. Uh, friend of the show, Facade, will be there in action. Logan Chulo or Devin Christensen, one of the many other names that we came up with, uh, will face Ryan Mitchell in a taped fist match. So that will be intense and fun. Uh, So, yeah, if you want more information, uh, go and Facebook search uh, Vicious Outcast Wrestling. Like I mentioned, that is Saturday, November 30th at the Ice Mine in Collinsville, Pennsylvania. So go check them out. They should have DVDs, but I never see them um, online. So I think they might be just selling them at shows. So apologize if that's not a accessible. So, you know what? Go to that show. Buy a DVD. Sure. 
What you ride there on an elephant? Connellsville. What's that? Are you saying Connellsville or Connellsville? Collinsville. 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 Okay. Phil Collinsville. Shut the fuck up! I swear to God, Bobby. <laughs> I swear to God. Connellsville. I sw- I am gonna shave pun. you and smoke your hair, young man. What? <laughs> I just got it. My haircut. What's <laughs> up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're gonna cut. Even go gonna get the rest of it cut. I'm gonna fucking smoke a joint made out of your pubes. Oh no! Yeah. Oh, hey, Wheels will be there doing sound, by the way. Also, pull together. Friday, November thirtieth. Speechless. Um, not Pennsylvania. Uh, and you're in Berwyn, Illinois. AAW is holding an event um, at the Berwyn Eagles Club. Uh, it's uh, uh, their Windy City Classic. Uh, Shane Hollister taking on Kevin Steen for the AAW Championship. Uh, also, the semifinals and finals of the Allegiance Tag Team Tournament. Uh, AAW, go check them out. They uh, do a lot of fun stuff. You can buy all their DVDs and video-on-demand stuff at smvod.com and smartmarkvideo.com. Uh, go support them if you're in the Chicago area. Uh, that's that's all I have for the Indie Minute. It's a bit of a light week, you know, with the holidays and all that. Not a lot of indie companies running. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, mm-hmm. yeah. Hey, big uh, news. That's- big news, though. Um, our friends at IWC Wrestling, uh, again, you know, again, we work with them with Sorgatron Media. Uh, now, DVDs now available, uh, digital download and video on demand at Smart Mark Video. Look at that. So go to SmartMark. Was it SmartMarkVideo.com? Everybody knows SmartMark, right? SmartMarkVideo.com, SMBOD.com. That's go right. Go follow both of those. Go. You have no excuse not to now. No excuse. No excuse. The SmartMark has them. They have to be quality. They actually have the... No excuse. Just like IWC. No excuse. We don't have that show anymore. On SMBOD. It's not available. We don't have one up there because we have all the shows. No, no, we sent over all the shows for 2013, so you can get anything from this year. And I think uh, uh, there's a bunch of super indies on there. I think super all of these super indies will be on, um, and they're on. We're, they're, we had problems with some of the files, so uh, getting those sorted out. But they will be uh, all 12 super indies should be represented on there. If not already, they will be shortly. Um, so, fun. and I'm probably going to talk with them, say you know, see what else he wants. Uh, to put up there. So uh, uh, great to see. Uh, hopefully this will be a good platform for IWC to get in front of more eyeballs. Um, and and I have some other ideas coming up to maybe uh, um, share out, you know, uh, IWC, RWA here online. So keep an eye out for that. Cool. I have I have an idea. I have to float it, but I have a, a, a small freaky idea for people yeah. to experience this. Freak, so, small freaky idea? No. Well, it could be freaky. It could be freaky. It depends on how negotiations go here. Um, Does it involve an elephant? No. That depends on how no. RWA's booking goes. Keep me in contact. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I think that's all right. I'm going to do commentary off an elephant. Fuck it. <laughs> um, <laughs> surely, try surely put, we know try, someone try, who has no, an elephant. No Spanish announce table here. Um, but yeah. I see you riding what an elephant, Big Maggle. <laughs> Somebody photoshop him on an elephant. It, it can't be that hard. It can't be that hard. That is the indie minute for this oh week, guys. God. Oh, God. And you can support this. If you're really having fun, please go buy. That's the WWE app. That's not ours. It doesn't even work on this. Sorry, they converted you. 
Uh, somebody tell them about this thing. I'll be telling about this. That's stuff. right, folks. For just a dollar ninety-nine, you can get all the mayhem you could ever possibly want. You can get it for your iOS device, for your uh, Android device, or on Kindle, or on fucking everything. A dollar ninety-nine, you can get video versions of the show. You can get audio versions of the show. You can get something special that we make just for your ass. That's right, folks. Mayhem show gold because you deserve only the best for shelling out your hard-earned dollar ninety-nine. Send it to us. We'll send you the app. Better yet, send it to the Google Play Store or your app provider or the App Store, and they'll send you the app because we can't actually do it. $1.99, all the best mayhem. Get it today. Excellent. Thanks a lot. And let's take a look at a little snippet of what's going on there. And a little bit uh, for you guys on video. You'll get a little bit of basic sickness on the audio. Uh, what's the latest latest from RWA and Open Season 5? Now available at SawyerTronMedia.com slash store. We'll be right back. Hey. Hey. Sork. Hi. Oh, no. I got to pee. No. Thanks, Bobby. Sorry. WI pay-per-view. Oh, no, God. I, fuck, why did I mention that? I love... goddamn terrible. I do love when you guys were wondering if you were watching $5 Wrestling. Damn it, Kelly's not in the chat room. Go pee, go pee, oh, go pee. Is anyone else reading it? Are we chanting for Kofi? Kofi, Kofi. Okay, I'm going to go pee. This is me like the front of the sun rose. I the read right the mouth up in the one chose. Oh, what a day break. I see the orange blood. Folks, welcome back to the Wrestling Mayhem Show. <laughs> Holy shit, that DVD looks magnificent. I'm going to buy seven copies, and I probably got one free. Folks, this is the Wrestling Mayhem Show, and what we like is wrestling. And you know what's great about wrestling? How good it used to be. So let's remember how good wrestling used to be in a segment we like to call Remember When. I remember when Again, again Remember when Again and again Multiple title holders. It is a rare but amazing occurrence when one professional wrestler will hold multiple titles at the same time, whether it be two tag belts or two belts from different federations. It's a thing that happens. It's unique and it's awesome. I remember in uh, one of the most uh, interesting times in WWE history, recent history, Rob Van Dam. He held two titles at the same time, and not dinky little shitbag titles. He wasn't like European and, and, and butt sex champion. He was the WWE <laughs> champion and the I ECW miss, at the same time. I miss the era time. with that championship. I miss the butt, but the championship. <laughs> that championship. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's oh, been. <laughs> 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 
Um, so uh, he had both of them at the same time, and it was amazing and it was interesting. And he won one of them from John Cena, who saw that coming. Bunch of ECW fans. <laughs> Oh, if you know anything about Rob Van Dam, you know he's a wrestler. If you know anything else, you know he loves pot. And if you know a third thing, he's buddies with Sabu, who also loves pot. And then everybody in the world found that out because their asses got arrested uh, for speeding and having a bunch of pot in the car. Surprise, surprise. In Ohio. Rob Van Dam shows up on Raw almost the next day, loses the WWE Championship in a match to uh loses it to edge john cena was also there the very next night uh he goes on ecw loses the ecw championship to big show because Heyman turned on him and that as they say was that amen don't smoke pot speaking of pot um (laughs) one thing i remember when and by remember when i mean i remember looking at it (laughs) I remember watching a bunch of old SmackDowns and Raws from 2000, and there was a cool double champion during that early period, and that was the Eurocontinental Champion, Kurt Angle. I remember watching those segments, and those were fun times, because that was cool, Kurt Angle. That was, like, really comedical, like, funny, like, interesting, like, American hero, Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm. And I actually really like that gimmick from what, I, from what I've watched. In I miss that, Kurt Angle. We already we already know how that turned out, um, but yeah, yeah, no, that was fun times, and I and I think it was a cool concept. And getting both of those belts, like what, like three months into his run, was kind of cool. So yeah, Bobby, I'm going to go off on a limb here. One of my favorite all time wrestlers. You're gonna go off on a limb? Off on limb, whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know words. Don't you only know me. puns. I only know puns. I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> no, no. Why aren't you in my hangout? Why can't I mute you? God damn it. <laughs> no, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going with one of my all-time favorite wrestlers. Um, I had a column dedicated to this guy's catchphrase. Um, picture it. WCW, Lance Storm wins the United States Championship the Cruiserweight Championship, and the Hardcore Championship, and redesigns them so they look Canadian. Beautiful. All three. So Nice. That's, that's right. mine I'm going with. Awesome. Guys, the ultimate one. Oh, I didn't even mean to do that. The oh. Ultimo Dragon was one that really sticks out for me. Because uh, I remember back when, like, all this foreign wrestling was new and cool to me because Tony Schiavone, not no, fuck that guy. Uh, the other guy, Mike Tanay, was telling about luchadors <laughs> and Ultimo Dragon came from Japan. But I think I thought he was Mexican anyways at the time. And he had all these belts that I never heard of and still don't really know what all they are. Um, <laughs> that was the greatest um, I, I, I love that. It, that that's that's kind of my main. And I think at the time he's on it there in the in the picture, the cruiserweight championship with WCW uh, added to the crown jewel collection that he had going on. Although now these days, I wonder if half of those belts were from promotions that didn't exist anymore, like some other people I know in the indies. Um, so there's that. Uh, <laughs> but there's, um, but yeah, no, no, that that that's kind of the big. I'm the ultimate. He had nine belts at a time, I believe. So. 
Ultimate Dragon. Anybody in the chat room? Um, uh, Matt, Matt, Car- Matt, Matt Carlin's, Carlin's actually. Oh. Matt Carlin's actually whoa, brings up. Whoa! Everybody, uh, calm down. Hello, Matt Carlin. <laughs> Matt Carlin. Do I need to raise his hand again? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Matt Carlin says. Carlin's. Matt Carlin's is ready to speak. You guys. No, he brings up the point. Got to be on video for that. One I said about. Um, the the uh, hardcore championship was renamed to the Saskatchewan Hardcore International Title, or the shit and title. and what was the uh, the uh, cruiserweight championship was the um, under a hundred kilos championship or something. Yeah. <laughs> Good uh, stuff. Fun times. So, oh, is that what we got? Is that what we got? All right, guys, thank yep. you. Uh, it, w- hey, if you want to support the show again, go, go to the fan. Or, you know, you want to go to fan appreciation night. And now you're thinking, what should I wear the fan appreciation night? Well, what should I wear as I see Eamon coming on the What should I be wearing? What should, should Eamon be wearing new. as he that's, comes in on that in. elephant? No, no LB, because that is counterpoint <laughs> to this ad. Um, I'm going to wear a. F- Suit of pigeon feathers. Also, counterpoint to this ad. You should go to prowrestlingtees.com slash WMS. We got some great stuff there. We got the WMS logo, property of property of mayhem designed by the great uh, Alex Cars, as well as he also designed the good times, good times. at wrestlingmayhemshow.com. Uh, where where the email address that you know and love over the years that has served us for nearly 400 episodes, uh, 1999. And of course, if you go to prowrestlingtees.com, you can not just get our fantastic stuff designed by our friends of the show. You can also get Chris Hero. He's on the indies. You can go represent that with his old school classic shield, um, as well as other guys like Joey Ryan, like the gold dust, um, and, and other, other feds and podcasts and, and all kinds of stuff going on there. Um, like Christopher Daniels, Cole Cabana, of course, and a lot of people you see, uh, in and out of TNA as well and Ring of Honor. So go check all those out while you can. And, and like I said, while you're there, our friend of the show, Zima Ion, that we just talked about, and he's been current super indie champ, but we've been working with him here in IWC. Uh, he's got a couple shirts going on. Uh, so you can go pick that up alongside your Wrestling Mayhem Show awesomeness. So ProWrestlingTees.com, go check it out and have some fun with that. Uh, so let's get back with it. Uh, you know, um, do we want to talk about, we talk about Survivor Series. I feel like we talked about Survivor Series already because we talked about Raw. And Raw was a lot like Survivor Series. In that it was entirely Survivor Series. And as in is, yeah. It even had a Survivor Series match. Hmm. Uh, I, 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 I will say, uh, uh, if you had anyone who reads the best and worst of Raw column by Brandon Stroud, he puts it perfectly uh, uh, in one of his worst entitled. This is why we don't. This is why we stream pay per views. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Which I didn't do this time. I was actually at a pay per view party. So you bought it. You paid money for it. And how do I, you feel I, about that? I paid like five bucks for it. Um, <laughs> but still, you paid for it. It was. Okay, like it was a fine pay per view. Like it wasn't terrible. You had it fun. It was just super predictable. You had fun. Yeah. Nothing changed. Like literally nothing changed in the storylines. It just happened. Not really. It, it just yeah. happened. But you know, I, and I know the main event. I, I, I the know, biggest problem I think was the main event seemed like such an afterthought. And and and, and I think uh, maybe it's perspective. I know. I feel like I'm like maybe you're looking at wrestling the wrong way uh, with a <laughs> lot of these. Uh, but but I think about everybody's like, oh, nothing happened. It's like, well, 
Did you enjoy the show? Did you enjoy the wrestling? Did you have any? Oh yeah, my I mean, god, yeah. they did I mean, that moments. You know, granted, and- I think all of it happened in the first match. It takes it takes a lot for anyone to not enjoy wrestling, in my opinion. Maybe it, maybe it doesn't for some people, but for me, like it takes a lot for me to not enjoy a show. So I mean, but and and that's the problem. Cause I I worry, you know, all these people writing about wrestling, and I think I think they have to go negative so they have something to talk about, right? I mean, that's I, that's how the news goes, right? Some, um, sometimes shows are shitty though, and and it's yeah, not yeah. A, it's not a bad thing. I liked. I liked the Survivor Series match. I think Roman Reigns is amazing. Yeah. And he's yeah. fucking killer. He proved that last time, night again. I feel like the six on six would have been better. Yeah. And I that's agree. my personal opinion because while the five on five was fun, there was a lot of people in that match that didn't do a lot. And at the same time, it just didn't feel as important. Mm hmm. It, Survivor Series, I think the biggest thing, it's not, it felt like a battleground. Like from a <laughs> oh, no, battleground felt like a Survivor Series. Get it right. But no, because if you look back, Survivor Series never really meant anything. It was fun to watch. Right? Am I wrong? Like, for those that aren't aiming, uh, think back to when you watched the first few Survivor Series. There was really nothing at stake except for, sorry, bragging rights. Was your sole yeah. survivor? Like, <laughs> no, there, I understand. There's that. no belts. In a, in a, there's in no belts. It was like, oh, let's see what happens when we get all these wrestlers together that never team up against four other wrestlers that never team up, um, and and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe we're in a that, world. That's fine where, if it's that case, though. What's that? In in this case, it's just like another pay per view. We had one Survivor Series match. Well, I'm sorry. Two Survivor Series we matches. We did have two, technically, yes. And the rest was just like a normal pay-per-view. So it wasn't like it was a pay-per-view filled with Survivor Series matches, and it was like a, a fresh thing where it's like there isn't a lot of storylines. There were storylines. Just I, everything you know, felt you know, very no, no, predictable no, no. and very I don't care the if there's no storylines the on a wrestling show. I want to make sure there's wrestling on a wrestling show. Were we happy with the wrestling on the wrestling show? It was fine. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't fine. It was great. Really? Okay. Excellent. I don't understand. I watched the same pay-per-view that everybody else watched, and they put on – it was fucking great. Every single match with the exception of the main event was great. Mm-hmm. I even enjoyed really? Ryback versus Mark Henry. I did too. You I enjoyed, loved the, I you loved enjoyed the, Mark the Henry Diva Survivor out. Series. You enjoyed the Diva Survivor Series. You know what? There was a lot of good parts to that match. Agreed. Yeah, half the divas Agreed. barely wrestled, but you know what? The ones that did, about half of those did really good. I loved watching some of them uh, uh, sell certain oddball moves, like they got shot and pinned. Um, that was interesting. <laughs> you wait, you that like was interesting. that? Um, it, I, you okay, like that, that wait, people got wait, pinned over the stupidest shit? I was entertained. Fuck you. Oh, I was entertained because I was laughing my ass off. Yes, and I consider that a plus. I have have an opinion that is going to prove unpopular, I'm sure, with some asshole out there. But you know what was a really fucking good match from Survivor Series? Mm. The Miz versus Kofi. And they fucking did it again on Raw. I don't care that it was The Miz, and I don't care that it was Kofi. They've had terrible bland runs for a long time. You know what? You know what? Miz is is a heel now. 
Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Is no, he's not. Unless it involves Michael Strahan. Well, he kind of is. Yeah, unless. Yeah, that's true. That true. <laughs> nothing, I, I retract LB, my statement. LB, nothing hmm? on the pay per view I thought was bad. I just, I mean, I love the Survivor Series match, the main one. I thought the Survivor Series match was really good. I thought the Brian Punk Wyatt match was good. I didn't think it was great. I don't think it was as good as the stuff they've been doing recently on Raw. Like, I, and Curtis Axel and Biggie Langston was fine. Like, the John Cena Bernard Rio match was fine, but it was just by the numbers, and the same with the main event. By the numbers? Every wrestling match Very by, by the, the numbers, numbers sir. Three. Not true. I thought it. I thought it was. I thought it was good. I, I thought the main event was not good, and that was the only thing on the card that was that was lame. Can I, I ask why every you other match I, I saw? I enjoyed thoroughly, which is very rare for a, a, a chemical combination of me and a pay per view. Can I ask why you didn't like the main event though? I'm curious. I was. It was just. It was boring. <laughs> yeah, it felt like an afterthought. Just like last night. Yeah, it was so boring. Uh, like I didn't, I didn't have anything invested in the outcome. I didn't care who had the title, who won it. I didn't care about the storyline. And you know, Big Show and Orton are not the world's most electrifying wrestlers. <laughs> so I was tired and bored at that point. Yeah, I feel. But man, he's in Kofi. I did not see that coming. <laughs> oh, that was good. But yeah, I, I just – I don't know. I feel like and as much as you, like Survivor Series doesn't mean a whole lot, and I get that. But I, I don't know. I feel like that 6-on-6 six six could have put it over the moon. I thought the wrestling was good. I think like, – like I said, Roman Reigns was amazing, and I'm so glad he's like being amazing and just doing great stuff. Um, there's it stuff I'm interested in. And like I said, it's, it's literally – it's literally a pay-per-view that could have been missed, not just because of the show, but solely for the fact that all the same matches happened on Raw. Yeah, yeah, I, and that's the thing. And and, and I feel like you know, you know we kind of I think you guys kind of saw it with Impact too. Um, I I think they do they do make sure you don't feel like you you. Okay, who didn't watch uh, nobody here? Everybody here watched Survivor Series. I know some people in the chat room said they didn't even bother to uh, find the stream. Did you really see? Um, did you really feel like you missed anything? And we talk about nothing really happened, but you really don't feel like you missed a show that was vital, right? I, right. I did yeah, not. Exactly. I did. I did not watch Survivor Series. Okay. I, I did, however, watch Raw. So it was. Yeah. How did? Got how did, caught up the next night. How did Monday feel for you? I, it felt like a pay per view. <laughs> <laughs> and the main and maybe event was a bigger still problem. boring. And maybe it's a good problem to have. Yeah. The main event was still boring. Maybe that's the de emphasization of the pay per views. Maybe. The it, Raws it, have been amazing lately. Yeah. Like, good, they've been really good. Good question. Good question. Uh, how much of the revenue comes from pay per views anymore? Yeah. yeah, you know, and, and the funny thing is, aside from probably UFC, um, you know, they say consistently, WWE has always been at the top of the pay per view business. Over the years, but I wonder, um, they're probably still in the top whatever, uh, five, probably, um, but how much money does that bring them versus everything else? If they got yeah. rid of pay-per-views tomorrow, and I they... I can't remember who said last night, um, who asked the question, uh, do you think they make more off of commercials during Monday Night Raw? I think or... AJ asked that, honestly. Was it AJ? I think no, it was AJ. I asked it. Oh, did okay. you? 
Yep. You're kind of AJ-ish. I'm AJ Light. Oh, hi, Mad Mike. Yeah, Mad Mike. I, I realized I forgot to invite everybody back in for the for the thing. You're, are you joining you for, uh, from your iPad again? Yes. This is an interesting good. angle you have going on here. So <laughs> for the holidays. For the holidays. <laughs> Up in Poughkeepsie, New York. I'm still not saying it right. <laughs> LB, um, does that count as a pun? What? Poughkeepsie. No. Yeah, I'm legitimately trying to say it though. Does that no, count? No, because then you're implying this place is a piece of shit. I don't. Not. I don't know that. I don't know that. It's got a funny York. little name. That's a, that's like if I said where you're from is called Schittsburg. Hey, now. No, hey. that's trying too hard, and it hurts my feelings. Um, no, your Dunkelode scares me because I realize it's really close to Sleepy Hollow, and I've been watching that show. That's an awesome show. It's an you awesome have to show. Pay for water, Sorg. Um, WWE. <laughs> Careful, they, that place uh, will make it, you lose your head. Oh, gosh. No. And what I've found here, uh, it says revenues from the live and televised entertainment segment increased thirteen uh, percent to eight point nine million. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought that was a. I thought that was a percentage of their revenue. Okay, I keep looking. Keep looking. Well, you go with the financial stuff. You always keep us uh, up to date on that kind of stuff. Um, wow, their stock's doing good. They're up ninety six percent, fourteen dollars and seventy eight cents. Yeah, WWE stock again. Going back to this, this is a different kind of company. This is this is a corporation. They're they're manufacturing stars in their NXT and everything. So I mean, it, it, it's not going to be the way it used to be, right? So. Um, but, but, you know, I do wonder, though, are they going to – could they de-emphasize the pay-per-views even more, you know? Or is it just kind of, well, this is what we do, and it brings us money, and it makes us enough money to keep doing it. And even if half the people are uh, getting it on a stream, because anybody that's – you know, really, I think anybody that has half a brain and can do a Google search can find a stream. Um, <laughs> not going to say everybody here does it. But I do it. Okay, he did. Uh, but it happens. This is something that happens, you know? And it happens with WWE. And I really hope we're not doing that with, like, Ring of Honor and smaller companies. But it happens with WWE. But then again, I know it's not ethnically... Ethnically? Ethically? Ethnically? Right? It's not ethnically right either. Um, that, uh, uh, well, you know, I give WWE a lot of my money. <laughs> you know? Can we, are we all on that lines? Like, we all go to the live shows. We all do, you know, maybe get toys or magazines or whatever else. Or we, 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 we're all watching the shows and going to the website. So they're getting that ad revenue uh, as a piece of us. Um, so does that lessen the, the hurt? The, the maybe WB owes me to go watch that pay-per-view kind of thing? I mean, uh, maybe it's a weird discussion to have. But, but I don't know. What do you guys think? I... It's hard to say yes or no. It, it just doesn't – it's near impossible, and we've mentioned it before. It's near impossible to dole out that kind of money every single yeah. month for those pay-per-views. It's just like like I'm curious, but I'm not $60 curious, right? Yeah. Exactly. You know, or whatever the cost is. So – and not that Please it's – just fucking give me a pie chart. <laughs> He's still doing his research. Like my friend orders he orders the pay-per-views every month. Yeah. But he has a bunch of us over and we all contribute to the price. So we we only pay about maybe 
10 bucks or so. And, and I think that's the idea to do it. But again, to do that every month and to get everybody organized, I can't, I couldn't even think of getting enough people to, to make it worthwhile. You know, is, everybody's so scattered, you know. Is your friend's house a blast area? <laughs> <laughs> and even that's not even easy to get to. Mike, unsanctioned one. Mike, yeah. I know, I know, you know, you can't, there's not even any blast areas in New York City proper last I knew. Yeah. So I mean that that's an issue. We have to go to Greens Greensburg, yeah, Greensburg. Greensburg. Uh, and that's not even official an official blast. Area. It's not even an official one. I, no. We gotta go Greensburg, or there's one up Fox and Hound up McKnight Road. I mean that's kind of it's, Greensburg's a hell of a drive, you know. And McKnight's up there; it's not accessible to everybody. Um, you know, it's not easy to see these to one point. Um, but then again, they are making strides. I said, you know, I would love the option to be able to watch the pay-per-view. I can get it on Xbox. I'm kind of afraid to because of the problems I've heard about. Um, but it is an option. So, like, now, and maybe I'll think about this, actually. Now I could get a bunch of you guys over. Well, not Eamon, unless he comes on his elephant. Uh, yeah. Or Mike on whatever exotic animal he wants to bring uh, from the Bronx. Or Poughkeepsie, or wherever the hell he is this week. Um, but, but you know, I can do that. And I don't even have cable. Uh, I, I think it's cool that that's an option, at least. Um, but I don't know. Actually, it got me thinking. Now I kind of want to experiment. But we're going to Royal Rumble, most of us, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Royal Rumble. Oh my God! So oh, and yeah. I can do that. I can't wait for because uh, we got the fan access. Ring of Honor's coming to town. Um, all kinds of crazy stuff. You guys, I can't. I can't go to fan access. Bobby, damn it, Bobby! I can only go to the Rumble. We're going to talk to you, Bobby. We're going to see what's going to happen. I'm going to point to the WrestleMania sign. <laughs> from, Where is it? Where is it? No, no. Just point, point at that monitor behind you. There you go. There you it's go. Blank. It's blank, sort of. That's the, we can imagine <laughs> WrestleMania on that screen. Um, but still, I mean, yeah, we, we participate, you know, uh, with all that stuff. Uh, but anyways. Oh, yeah, yeah, beautiful. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What was yeah, yeah. that? What was that? What's with this artsy off the screen shot you got going on? Sorry. Sorry. Hey, I'm welcome back to I'm the going show. Through, uh, I'm going through WWE Studios uh, annual report, which is the driest shit in the world. Um, <laughs> to the question, Matt Collins, is that Ring of Honor show worth going to? I have not been disappointed by the TV tapings or the the non televised straight to dvd live show they had here in pittsburgh um whatever you think of their television show you will enjoy their live show any any ha, live show ha, I, I, I found it i found and it and i do believe and i don't think this is a secret that uh, paul london should be should be on that ring of honor show when it comes to town so any and, and any, live, any live wrestling Second. is great any live wrestling is great. Like not it just being in the, it's the atmosphere. Not if you go to a Ring of Honor show, that, it's a you say that to two CW's face. <laughs> <laughs> you got to listen it's to the Wrestling Mayhem show gold for that one. Yeah, we're not talking about that. Um, but no, <laughs> still sore subject. It, still sore subject. Um, I'm blinded no, by the lights. <laughs> if you if you get a heads up, and I know we're doing indie sort of, but. Um, if you go to a Ring of Honor show for the first time, it's a big difference um, yes. because it's very long. Um, oh yeah! Wait, did you go to a TV taping? And a lot of the matches are very long. That's Ring of Honor. 
Wait, did you go to the TV? No, taping I went to a show. You went to a regular show because the TV taping yeah, was like six messengers. episodes. Holy fuck! Six hours of wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, like an average ring of honor. An average ring of honor match is like forty-five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it wasn't that bad for. That, TV, that's what but... I'm so worried. I I don't believe. Uh, I don't believe Davey Richards and Eddie Edwards, I don't think, are going to be able to make it an NXT because I don't believe that they can have a match less than 15 minutes now. <laughs> or, or they're able to have an NXT match in their sleep. And we kind of glossed over, but American Pitbulls, is it? Um, yes. So what, am I hearing that they're getting hot-shotted to the main roster to see how they do I, in the tag division? I don't believe that. I don't, I don't they, believe that. What that. what did these guys do? Nobody to, gets hot shot at anyone. No, nothing. No, and no, if you no matter how established you're at anywhere else, you go through the system. Yep. If you're the TNA champion, I would like champion, to mention that just like a week or two ago, one of the email questions was, "Who would you like to see in the WWE?" And I said, "Davy Richards." And then next week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm I, and as a as a indie guy, I'm still not entirely convinced. I may I feel like maybe Eddie could work. I don't think that Davey and maybe I can be wrong. And obviously, going to that performance center, you're learning the WWE style, and you're obviously changing you. a lot. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure if Davy can do it because it's not just a Ring of Honor style or an indie style. Davy Richards' style is very different. Mm-hmm. Like even from like a Chris Hero or a Sami Zayn or a Claudio, like it's very different. I don't know. It's I, the reason. It's my opinion. The reason why Loki wasn't so successful. So. Okay. Okay. True. Well, I think. I think no matter where you come from in indie wrestling, no matter where you come from, that's not WWE. The the whether you sink or swim in WWE is whether you can adapt to them. Right. Because either way, you got to play their game. Whether that be whatever happens backstage uh, in that organization. I mean, this is the same as you know me doing my little business here and then going and working for a corporation. I got to start playing by their rules. It's a business. I'm completely paraphrasing an interview I heard recently. I think. Um. So I just I know I'm aware. I I will say. Speaking of that, oh, um, oh, hold on, hold on. Uh, Eamon, finish your thought, and then we'll go to Mike. I was just gonna say, speaking of that, uh, there's a new shoot interview that our video released with Chris Hero. Yes. Um, post his WWE release, um, I'm definitely thinking of buying it. I've only watched a 10 minute preview, and it seems very interesting. It does because he seems honestly very humble. Yeah. And I, just like I learned a lot, and he really explains the system a lot about mm-hmm. how. Um, how they sort of want to bring you in as a guy that people can watch and uh, become like attracted to, mm-hmm. and then they'll develop backstory. Like they, that's why people that get the indie cred get sort of repackaged because they want to sort of, you know, it's more about what the people see on television. And honestly, it, it made me think of when I first got into wrestling. I didn't get into wrestling because I knew the backstory or whatever. I got into it because I saw something that was really like, like action-packed, and I was like, I need to watch this. I need to follow this. It's like the That's why I got into wrestling. person version of Ushining, right? Mike, what you are saying? Uh, I was just going to make a joke, but now it seems a little <laughs> bit. Oh, sorry. I, I sorry. Say, so in order to become big in WWE, you're saying it's all about the game and how you play it. Yes, and even more it, so it these is, days. It is, and that's what Hero talks about as well. I mean, like, he talks about how um, 
He mentions that Triple H is the Vince of NXT in the fact that he's in I the like gorilla that. position calling all the shots, basically. Mm-hmm. And he implies that uh, Claudia uh, Antonio Cesaro's two out of three fall match with Sami Zayn was what got him that like main event spot with Daniel Bryan on Raw mm-hmm. that one time mm-hmm. because Triple H was so impressed. I believe by it. Him. I so believe yeah, it. you do have to impress those guys, and you have to be consistent. You have to show that you can, you know, bust out some really good stuff. Yeah, and for as much as we, oh, Triple H is going to bury blah, 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 you know, I, I think we still attribute his hands-on stuff lately to why we were enjoying wrestling on Monday nights, why we are enjoying yeah. wrestling the last year and more than storyline. I can't um, remember such a consistent pace of great professional wrestling matches on Raw. Yeah, I, I, I think regardless, um, I, I listened to some old interviews um, I think it was uh, Nash and or Hall on uh, uh, Stone, Stone Coast podcast where they talked about you know uh, you know hanging with Triple H and say hey we're just two, we're just a bunch of guys that love wrestling and hate the, all the other bullshit that's why we hung together um, and even like saying to, like Vin, uh, Vince coming up to them one time and, and said hey you know kind of like hey am I in part of the clique too and they're like yeah because you love wrestling. You know, these guys, for whatever you think of them and whatever the stories and all that kind of crap, they're guys that like are really passionate about wrestling. Um, and, and it's pretty cool that one of them gets to kind of bring that around, you know? Well, that I mean, that's also kind of through rose colored glasses of theirs because of course it depends on who you talk, because, you know, I'm sure they all have a passion for the business and everything, but they all had a passion for getting each other over too. Like, yeah. Like that. Tom was going to work with all of them consecutively in order as champion. Mm-hmm. Like that's a little bit of bullshit. But that, that's <laughs> wrestling, and that's what happens, and it sucks that that's what happens, but that's what happens. I think Triple H isn't so dead set on, I need to be the star, I need to be whatever. And yeah, he has those tendencies every once in a while, but I mean, he still, I think, has a big focus on making people. Like, I'm sorry, you no, know, he didn't bury Daniel Bryan, guys, he didn't. Daniel Bryan is to the point where people during the Randy Orton Big Show match at Survivor Series were chanting for Daniel Bryan. Um, that doesn't mean he isn't buried. He's, he's not buried. People he's were not chanting buried. Mike Ryder in Survivor Series 2011. He wasn't on the card. But we're just going to chant. He, Daniel Bryan has main evented pay-per-views for the past, what, four months besides Survivor Series. Uh, he's been constantly in the main events on Raw. He's been a focal point, no matter even if now he's not in the WWE title picture. I'm not going to say Triple H hasn't buried people in the past. Remember that time when uh, Paul London and Brian Kendrick like, saved him from an attack and then he pedigreed them for no reason? That's burying people. Yeah. yeah. That's burying yeah. people, guys. Yeah. Not doing like a turn at Survivor Series. That's not burying people. You know, Daniel well, Bryan is been the most over he's ever been this year yeah but you have to see if if this all turns out with daniel bryan like winning at wrestlemania or winning the rumble or something like that then it's fine but if it doesn't then it is just kind of squashing all the momentum he had just like he did with punk I don't think it is. He's still. Yeah, I, I don't think you know. I don't think it's bearing. How is it bearing if Daniel Bryan goes out there uh, twice a week and has a kick-ass match with somebody, and the kids are yelling yes, 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 and buying the goat 
beard whatevers <laughs> and everything like that. He's on everything. I think your I think your perspective of burying, I mean, like Santino is not buried or less over or anything. No, regardless no, of him not doing anything worth a damn in the last six months, he's still he's still a product. He's still a personality. Uh, 3MB are doing exactly what they're supposed to do. Yeah. And they're Three doing MB's a wonderful job of it. 3MB is not getting buried. They're getting spots on Raw every week. How yeah, I mean, we, we, we keep thinking this mentality of people, well, <laughs> if you're not here, then you're buried. You got to think about, like, uh, what happened, you know, 10 years, not 10 years, 20 years ago, when if you weren't the heel that fought Hulk Hogan, you weren't anywhere near that spot. You yeah, know, that Coco, Coco Beware didn't get buried for 20 years. He just was in the spot that Coco Beware was supposed to be. And that's why he's in the <laughs> Hall of Fame. You can't compare it to 20 years ago, though. No. Because they have a weekly television program now. They have a monthly pay-per-view. You're not building up three months for one match. Mm-hmm. Like, you're building up three weeks, maybe, if you're lucky. So, I mean, maybe buried isn't the right word, but definitely de-pushed. That's fine. Everybody needs a cool-off period. Again, we yeah. talked about earlier tonight when you had two belts, you really yet, yet you had... Don't, like, hit the height of your heat. Yeah, but you said about... I'm not getting... It's like I said, he's still over. He's still yeah. over. Punk's still I mean, over. I mean, Punk had a great storyline with Paul the, Heyman. The, the Paul Lee is still over. The, over doesn't have anything to do with it. It's just, like... You're talking about him having heat and having momentum. People are still chaining yes. People are still chaining Daniel Bryan. That's yep. all that matters. Nobody has killed that momentum yeah. I mean, because they're feeding with the Wyatts. If it leads to him winning at WrestleMania or winning the Rumble or something, mm. then that's fine. It doesn't matter what it leads to. It doesn't matter what it leads to. It yeah, it leads it doesn't, to. It, it, his place in the company is where he is right now. Exactly. You, you said it yourself he, that they what have Daniel Bryan now, did established have, himself. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go I, ahead. I, I'm sorry. Oh, I want to hear what Daniel Bryan did. The time he spent in the main event picture established himself as a major player in the WWE to the point where before uh, just a handful of people would kind of chant for him and, you know, us. We really liked him. And now everybody's fucking crazy about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His yeah. merchandise they haven't done anything to devalue that. No. Mike, you All said they it did yourself. was take him out of the main event scene. Yeah, and, Mike and, said, and make the Wyatts look good. Mike, you said it yourself. You can't compare it to 20 years ago because they have weekly television programs now and all this new stuff. Yeah, you're absolutely right, which means being in that WWE title picture or being in, you know, going for that championship at Mania doesn't, it's not the be all end all. You want to talk about somebody that's being buried? Zack Ryder. Absolutely. Yeah, he's guy, on TV he hardly. pissed somebody off. Fuck, where's he been? You know? I'm sure he's doing superstars or something, but you know, they after, were in his hometown and he didn't have oh, a yeah. match on Raw. Oh yeah. I think I think uh Labar had a really good point. He tweeted, it's like, wow, they're in Long Island and nobody has chanted we want Ryder. Right. You know That's being buried. That is that is we just flattened your tires That's and left you on the side of the road. I don't know why you're still here. You know. But Zack Ryder got his peak. Mm-hmm. He yeah, got he his didn't, peak. He didn't do anything he, to sustain He was in a Kyle was Zack Ryder's week? peak in a wheelchair while John Cena tongue-fucked his girlfriend? That's <laughs> his peak? <laughs> you almost made me spend That sounds like a good week for me. <laughs> 
His peak was winning that U.S. title. It was. That it he was. lost in two he's weeks. Right. He's right. He's right. But no, he's right because it was a pick. That Ryder, that gimmick is not going to be a world title contender. No, and it doesn't not need to be. Any level. Not on any level. Not at that point. It was never going to be a world title. Contender. He got the peak of winning the U.S. title, and he. So got now he can be off TV, and it's not. Oh, no, but they never gave Brian that moment. They almost gave him the moment at SummerSlam, then they took it away. They That's gave him the moment. He was WWE champion. Everyone went fucking crazy okay. in that building. And you argued, you just said that Ryder lost the belt in two weeks. Daniel Bryan lost the WWE title in ten minutes. I'm not saying uh, it matters when you lose the belt. Ryder isn't he on fucking TV. He hasn't been on TV for years. That's the part where he's being buried. Mm. Uh, what I'm saying is he hit his peak. Zack Ryder peaked already. All right. He didn't update his gimmick. He didn't adapt. He didn't do anything. Even after they pushed him off the stage or whatever, he's still doing the same damn bullshit he was doing when he had the the Z True Long Island story thing. Yeah. He hasn't updated. He hasn't tried anything new. He hasn't done anything with the limited TV time that he's gotten. Brian right. has adapted and updated and, ne- and was never given a peak yet. That's why I'm saying if it pays off at WrestleMania – it's all well and good, but if it doesn't, then it's just a wasted opportunity. You're well, right. Daniel Bryan did reinvent himself, and that's why I, he's on I TV love, every week. I and that's love, why he's main eventing Raw. I love this philosophical discussion on what buried means. Um, <laughs> but I want to get to something else here so we can get out of here. Uh, in lieu of learning what you are finding out what you learned in wrestling this week, um, I want to know. Wait, wait, my my thing well, froze. Well, what? 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 <laughs> what? I'm sorry, my my feed completely froze, and and I have one more thing to say. Oh, okay. My, my power went out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was wondering what happened. Are, are, are you operating at like the the Super Bowl dome? <laughs> no, my my power just went out, <laughs> and that's why I got kicked out and I had to come back in. <laughs> Welcome now. back! Welcome back to the 21st century. Thank you. Yeah. I was with Abe Lincoln for a second there. You were reading by candlelight. I was podcasting by candlelight. I was be... tweeting with a torch. <laughs> okay, so pay-per-view net revenues. Mm-hmm. Um, the percentage of revenue for the WWE in, uh, in 2010, it was 15%. 2011, 16%. Okay. And 2012, 17%. It is... Uh, gone up consistently wow. uh, over the past three years. Um, it looks like their biggest earners, um, where is that here? Uh, live events are, um, live events have actually gone down um, 22% in both 2010 and 11 and 21% in 2012. That's not a huge loss, but I'm sure they're still pissed about it. Um, what was the other big one here? Um, oh, here we go. Uh, of course, television rights are their biggest earners. Yeah. Um, and they were, uh, 27, 27 and 29 in 2010, 11 and 12 respectively. So 29% in 2012 of their revenue, which is one, $139.5 million came from TV rights. Um, consumer products, uh, 20%, generally 20 to 18%. That went down in 2012. On demand, 
is only 1% and has only been 1% since it started. Yeah, that's why it's getting cut. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I am the 1%. <laughs> you are. Licensing is also surprisingly <laughs> low. 11% went down to 10% in 2012. Um, what was that? And uh, What was that part? Licensing. Licensing. So that's like that's Licensing. like toys and 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 t-shirts and 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 whatever you Music. would have WWE on. Little crappy balls you find at Dollar General. That's, that's right. One. Yeah, and music. Music apparently is a is a very uh, big part of it. And um, yeah, ten uh, percent. Uh, magazine yeah. publishing one percent. Really? Home video was oh. only seven percent. Wow. Yeah, I'm not surprised with magazine being one percent. Magazines next to go. No, no. <laughs> I don't remember. I do not remember the last WWE magazine. Uh, I am currently have a digital subscription to the WWE magazine on my. I can see them keeping digital, but, but the other one. Yeah. Like, so it's still it's still a small right. percent, but still, this is one percent of how many millions of dollars? Yeah. yeah. Uh, WWE magazine and WWE Kids magazine uh, brought in do 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 do. Six million dollars. Six million dollars in two thousand. Wow. Yeah, let's just eliminate six million dollars of revenue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it's not yeah. happening. I'm sorry. Yeah. That that at least pays for the jet. Okay. Uh, <laughs> WWE.com. Interestingly enough, four um, percent in 2012, bringing in 19.7 million dollars. I believe it. Have you, have you noticed the advertising on that site? Yeah. I, I talked about it, 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 an average of more than 352 million pages and approximately 27.8 million video streams per month. That's why wow. those are free. Also, and, and I also wonder, I, I do want to find out, uh, and I'm, it's probably not going to be there, a report. I wonder how much advertising from YouTube comes from those videos I uploaded that I wrote about on Sorgatron.com. Uh, <laughs> because if you upload a WWE thing, they don't take it down. They just throw advertising on it. They throw pre-roll ads on it. I found a mm-hmm. diaper commercial in front of one when I went back to watch it because I realized I had somehow I had acquired the Armageddon from Pittsburgh and I don't remember how. Um, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I should watch this. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, it's, yeah, they, I think got a big chunk out of that. Yeah, and again, you see like, oh, 1%, 4%. That's still, we said $6 million. That's, that's significant. Mm-hmm. That's crazy significant. Um, yeah, yeah it, it's... That's, that's interesting, and you got you got to think like, well, well, why do they get rid of? Why don't they get rid of pay per views? That was what percentage? Like eighteen, something like that. Yeah, like something in the like teams, that. If they're going to be cutting costs. It's that not is coming a out of pay-per-views. Sig- yeah, it's not coming out of pay per views, and, and and that the revenue's gone up. And even though we look at the numbers and they kind of like, oh, they were flat. Da, da, da. It's like no, they're still making money. They're still going to do it. This is business as usual. Um, right. And I wonder and, how much of the pay per view revenue has to do with WrestleMania, though. That's true too. That uh, it's probably. I'm sure uh, that breakdown is in here, but yeah, God yeah, damn, yeah. It was hard enough it. finding this. If you get into it. Good digging, man. Um, one one last interesting tidbit: WWE Studios is not doing well. No, in 2010 and 2011, it was four percent. In 2012, it was two percent. But what those numbers translate to is 2010, 19.6 million. Uh, 2011, 20.9 million, and in 2012. It dropped to seven point nine million dollars. Well, remember, that, many films, look what they did though. They did the straight to video stuff. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the box offices on the Wikipedia for them, you see a whoop, you know, because uh, you're 
making more on the DVD sales, but I, I think I think it's also you're not sending stuff like John Cena and Twelve Rounds to the theater. That's going to get you more money right off the bat, right? Uh, versus straight to video. Yeah, you'll make money if you didn't spend much on the movie, but I yeah, there's that's a, that's a whole different game, and I think they're still trying to figure it out. So, well, I, I'm curious to see what they do after this year with uh, uh, the call and Dead Man Down because we actually had a good discussion last week on Movie Minute uh, with Malengo, huh? Um, ab about how they did and a little bit about WWE Studios. Go check it out, Movie Minute uh, number ten over at SorgatronMedia.com if you want to kind of see our little discussion about that because I watched Dead Man Down uh, last week for it. So, um, excellent, thanks. So now I want to. Hey, Thanksgiving's coming up. Uh, this is the time where we have horrible turkey costume in TNA. Um, oh, we have tended... Also, Feaster fired. Feaster fired, apparently. Uh, <laughs> WB usually has some kind of food fight. I think, do they still have that? Yeah, you do. On Friday, I think they still have that. Um, Gobbly Gooker. There's a video of Gobbly Gooker office pranks on WB.com, by the way. Uh, I think that's a new video. <laughs> Uh, so, so everything you love about Thanksgiving, I missed the giant egg. I wondered what was in there. <laughs> I, I thought it was Lady Gaga. I thought it was going to be a wrestler. Before I'm pretty sure. Well, technically you I were was, right. Sword. I was kind of right. I, I was on Conan or something. Hector Guerrero. It was Hector Guerrero. Close enough. Um, yeah, yeah. Conan was Max Moon. So I wanted to know, uh, what in professional wrestling are you thankful for? come around this year when you're thinking back uh who's got one to start us off who's got i'll one? do one i'll do one go ahead, I'll do, i was gonna wait but i'll do one go ahead is but, anything um, with you chat room Same, yeah absolutely um i'm thankful for really some really awesome wrestling there's a lot of guys and then specifically in wwe but also just in general um phenomenal wrestling a lot of new people a lot of breakouts a lot of people that it's great to see people trying stuff and then either being really successful or even failing at it like it's just great to see um sort of a level of creativity it feels like a reinvigoration almost a professional wrestling mm -hmm. uh, and i i mean like i said especially in wwe i've been loving the product as of late and i'm i'm really thankful for that i also have to mention i'm also very thankful this year uh for uh, wrestling that I'm working for an independent wrestling company, so that's cool. <laughs> I'm very thankful for that. So, the ultimate come around, right? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Awesome. And who's next? I've got one. Okay. I, of course, am thankful for the good things in professional wrestling, the exciting matches and dynamic characters, but I'm also thankful for the bad things in wrestling. The TNAs, and the crappy matches, and the boring things. I'm also thankful for the ridiculous things. The three-man band, and your Zack Ryders, and your you know weird, goofy skits. For like the WWE Shop Zone stuff. Because <laughs> all of this forms a rich tapestry. And without the good, and the bad, and the ridiculous stuff in uh, WWE and elsewhere, we wouldn't have anything to talk about on this show. Mm -hmm. Amen. That's what I'm thankful for. Amen. Uh, what? Yeah. How about you, Bobby? <laughs> I am thankful for Chris Jericho coming back this year. Okay. I am also thankful that um, we kind of have stables and tag team wrestling again. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm thankful for. Uh, what about you, Mike? Okay. I am thankful for um, 
the dancing divas of WWE, <laughs> whether it be Emma, Summer Rae, or even the Funkadactyls. Mm-hmm. I am thankful for Antonio Cesaro's giant swing. I am thankful for Joseph Park. And I am thankful for the Impact Hangouts on Thursday nights because I have never laughed so hard watching something so bad. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, I got to say, I'm thankful, uh, uh, wrestling-wise, as far as watching wrestling, I'm thankful for discovering NXT. I know I'm not caught up on it, but I enjoy it thoroughly. And when I do get time to pound through a few episodes, I like this amalgam of feeling like WWE has their own indie promotion, you know, and actually seeing something kind of new and fresh. And, and, and I love the getting excited when we see somebody like a Wyatt's or uh, Big E or, or, you know, any of those guys that kind of filter up through the system. We're like, yes, now everybody it, it's kind of got that same feeling of, you know, when we watched indie wrestling and, and you saw your Daniel Bryans and your CM Punks and your Samoa Joes come up and you kind of have that feeling of, Yes, now everybody's going to know what I loved about this guy. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think you get to see that happen with NXT. And I think more people now get to have that feeling on a broader scale. Um, and I think I, I think they, they've really kind of uh, honed in what they're doing as far as that devo- developmental. On a personal note, the guy, I'll go along, I wasn't going to, but Eamon started it. Uh, on, a, on a working uh, side, I'm really pleased with um, um, where I've been able to go this this year um thanks to pro wrestling um um you know thanks to our dvd release uh got to go to wrestlecon and, and hence go to uh wrestlemania uh got to go to uh michigan to uh, do some shooting for another documentary and meeting some really interesting people along the way um and not to mention just the people that come in and out of of these shows that we do here locally uh in pittsburgh um so that's been really that's been really exciting for me and uh uh kind of digging uh uh, you know, kind of where we go with that, and I hope to uh, bring a lot of the mayhem along for the ride for that. So here in the future. So with that, and please let us know uh, in the chat room. We have, uh, and you guys can let us know at Mayhem Show. Um, just hashtag good it. Times. <laughs> or good times. Or good times. Let us know, or drop it on the Facebook. I'll probably drop a uh, if I can. I- I'll try to drop a what are you thankful for question on the Facebook and the. Google Plus and everything, please. Uh, 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 Wheels is actually thankful for meeting Nash, Devon, Goldust, and many others. Uh, I've had the pleasure to work with, and of course, he's also uh, lucky enough to be working uh, with local indies, of course, doing sound for RWA and others. And oh God, Matt Carlin's just fell down. Sorry, oh, about no. that, buddy. Matt Carlin's down. Oh, jeez. Oh, he lost his hair. <laughs> <laughs> with that guys thanks a lot hit us up we're at wrestlingmayhemshow.com itunes stitcher youtube good times at wrestlingmayhemshow.com uh 412-206-WMS0 um go check us out again facebook uh you youtube you know, yeah of course google plus and of course um <laughs> at mayhem show on twitter until next week have a happy holiday mayhem out happy thanksgiving just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait, wait, wait.